0: Hey friends, welcome to our Waterworks podcast. Uh, this episode is episode 19. It's part of season two on spiritual warfare and evil. And before we get started with the podcast interview, I wanted to share a couple of Waterworks events with you that we've got coming up. The first is on February 24th from 9 a.m. to noon at McVeytown United Methodist Church. It's a workshop on how to pray scripture, which goes well with this particular podcast interview. Uh, We'll be looking at different parts of the Bible, why praying scripture is important. Um, We'll get into the practice of how we actually pray scripture, and also how it can connect us to God in meaningful ways. The next event we have is a fundraiser for Waterworks Ministries. I, along with two other ladies, will be singing arrangements of psalms set to traditional Irish melodies, and this idea was inspired by the pilgrimage uh, that I went on in October of last year to Ireland. This concert event is on March 18th at 6.30 p.m. at Grace United Methodist Church in Center Hall. And for more information on both of these events, you can go to our website under trainings and workshops. And the links to purchase tickets and get more information are right on the website. You can also see our Facebook page, facebook.com slash waterworksministries, and get the information there as well. So, without any other announcements, I hope you enjoy this interview. And a big thank you to Missy Schoonover for taking time out of her busy schedule. Um, and she was a little bit under the weather as well, so I really appreciate her and her time and her gift of this interview. Enjoy. Welcome to the Waterworks Ministries podcast. I am your host, Karen Weiss, and today with me, I have Dr. Michelle Schoonover. Her real name is Missy, but... (laughs) True, true. God-given is Michelle, but I don't know that name. Yeah. She goes by Missy, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and um, we're going to be talking about the armor of God. So I hope you're ready to continue our... Season two on evil and theodicy and spiritual warfare and all of that interesting and sometimes woo-woo stuff. So welcome, Missy.
1: Thank you for having me, Karen.
0: So tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, first and foremost, uh, I am a daughter of the Most High King. Um, I live here in Center County Pennsylvania which is where we are recording this with my husband and my son I have a 16 year old now who just recently started driving so oh mercy so our topic today is very timely because I'm praying <laughs> it even more as I see myself doing um, but I have uh, I have had the distinct joy of being your prayer partner mm. for a lot of years and so I feel like you and I have kind of grown up together in the Lord. We have, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been interesting. It has been very interesting. It has been very interesting.
0: And we still have pretty much all of our appendages.
1: <laughs> we do. We do. <laughs> we do. We do. Surprisingly so, we do. Yeah, surprisingly. Surprisingly.
0: Anything else you'd like to add? Um,
1: hmm, anything else I'd like to add? Um, I do. I do work, uh, you know, advocating in the affordable housing realm and um, feel that the Lord has called me to that. And over the years, through study of scripture and, and specifically with, with this season's podcast being on evil and and the tools that we have, you know, I've really seen over the years as I've become more and more in tune to the Lord's call in my life, how important these Topics are that you have been interviewing people for mm. during this season um, and uh, and that just continues so i'm just mm. I'm just glad to be here and share my very kindergarten knowledge, but uh, practical tips on praying the armor of God
0: so one of the reasons that this is in season two um, is because first I don't think. I don't think a lot of people, well, read the Bible first, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. but then there's, there's this almost misunderstanding of the power of the word in and of itself. Like people say, oh, well, this is the word of God. It's Mm -hmm. for instruction. Oh, right. You know, and Mm -hmm. they, they kind of leave it at that or, you know, God speaks to me through it. Which is still instruction, mm-hmm. but it's living. It's powerful. It's one of the ways that the word with a capital W expresses himself in in life. So, um, absolutely, you know, I it is a breathing, living, yeah,
1: communication tool for us.
0: And one of my associates has actually invited me to come to her church and teach how to pray scripture. Um, Wow. And so this is one of those verses or selection of verses Mm -hmm. that I pray every day. So do Um, I. (laughs) I pray it over my husband, Um, depending on what's happening. I pray it over my family. Um, And, you know, to me, it's, the armor of God is really important, and when I was at my three churches like a year and a half ago, no, it was it was only like seven months ago, yeah. oh my, um, I did a series on the armor of mm-hmm. God, and it was really interesting to see and hear the feedback, because people were like, thank you, I really, I really enjoyed this sermon series, and it was only right. three weeks, and, you know. And a lot of those
1: people had been in the Word for decades
0: mm-hmm.
1: but had never heard the word
0: in the in way this, in this way mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so um in so what we're going to be talking about if you've not ever heard of the armor of god and haven't left us yet
1: <laughs> <laughs> please ta- don't leave us yeah
0: we're talking about a short book of the bible um ephesians and it's in chapter six it's the last chapter so it's you know, in my little Bible, Ephesians is probably six pages long. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, six pages long. And it's a letter from Paul to the people of Ephesus. And if you're familiar with the cultural history of the time, there was always a greeting and salutation at the beginning, like a hey, this is who is sending you this letter, warmest greetings and wishes. I give thanks to God for you, you know, kind of blah, blah, blah. Then there's the meet where the person really wants to talk about what he wants to talk about. And then there's the end where often it's kind of a summarizing of Mm -hmm. things or additional specific instruction and then final greetings. And so this is in the section of the final instruction and then immediately after it's the greetings. Mm -hmm. So for the armor of God, and I'm not going to read this in its entirety, but it's chapter six of Ephesians verses 10 and we'll go through 17, but it does then 18, 19 is part of it too. So Paul is encouraging the people of Ephesus to be strong in the Lord and put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the enemy. Because he's talking about how the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers, principalities, rulers, authorities, all of these people, things, structures, Mm -hmm. um, where evil gets in. Mm -hmm. And then manipulates, obstructs, oppresses—you name it, it does it. Wreaks all kinds of havoc. (laughs) Yes. So, in the order that is listed in Scripture, we have the belt of truth buckled around the waist, the breastplate of righteousness, uh, the shoes with the gospel of peace, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So that's what we're going to be talking about specifically today, those six things and why Paul used them specifically and what we can learn from them and what putting on the armor of God does for us as people who follow jesus so take it away
1: just listening to the list you know even for for myself back years ago when i first really dug into what the what it meant to pray the armor of god just those descriptions that you gave seemed kind of out there like what is this dude talking about So the more that I learned about Paul, I think it's just important to always remember, this was Paul writing at a time when Paul himself was in prison, Mm. he had been beaten, he had been flogged, every horrible, awful thing that he ever did when he was Saul persecuting Christians, he was having done to him. Mm. And he still was able to share, to share what the Lord had Mm. called him to share. And here we are millennia later Mm -hmm. the words are still important they're appropriate Mm -hmm. but I but I just always try to remember culturally what was Mm -hmm. going on at the time that the words were written historically so the the imagery of a soldier really going into battle that was something that Paul understood was very familiar with he had been on the receiving end of a soldier's brutality and also his listeners were very familiar with the different items now in today's society when we think of of war we don't necessarily think of the same types of of gear that they would have worn but um but we can still understand what their purposes were
0: because let's be realistic people love game of thrones yes i (laughs) i
1: i confess i do like game of thrones
0: (laughs) i don't even know what channel it's on, but I know that I don't get it, so I, I'm not a Game of Thrones person. <laughs> um, but, you know, like all of these 300, uh-huh. you know, like all of these right. movies that are made, you know, once every couple years. Yeah. About, all the gladiator shows Yeah, and the all that. Roman mm-hmm. stuff, you know. We seem to be fascinated with that time of history. And why
1: is that? See, some people could say it mm. could be used for evil that is mm-hmm. out there. I choose to look at it and say it's reminding me. That what the Lord spoke through Paul mm. all that time ago, okay, remember, Missy, you mm. know remember, did you pray your helmet today? Did you pray? Mm. So I think when you watch those types of programs, you have to keep it in context of what you're what you 're watching mm. and why so but you just but you just really have to think about that, but when we 're thinking about armor, we do typically think about things that you can see now, if we were to dress. Every day before we left our house wearing the things that are in Ephesians 6, we would look pretty ridiculous, Mm -hmm. right? This would not be, unless it's, you know, Halloween time or something like that, people would think she has lost her mind.
0: And it's kind of the equivalent of SWAT gear.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. Um, tactical operations. Tactical
0: operations. So think think about leaving your house with SWAT gear on every day, and that's kind of silly.
1: And how silly you would look. (laughs) But this this SWAT gear is more important to put on. Mm. It's invisible and mm. and you know that you have it on. Mm. But guess what? The enemy knows that you have it on too. So don't don't underestimate mm. the power of something just because you can't see it. Mm. So that's a great analogy SWAT gear. Don't leave don't leave your house without putting your mm. your protective gear on. Um, because even before you get out of bed the enemy mm. Is there if you are a follower of Christ the enemy is looking at you no matter how small we may think we are or how insignificant we are into the grand plan of life you know if you really want to get deep but every day we are mm-hmm. in a battle mm-hmm. and so so often people want to talk about the joys of the angels and the positive spirits you know that the lord has sent throughout uh, scripture to be messengers if you could see
0: my face right now it's (laughs) contorting and my eyes are rolling you may be able to hear that i think you can
1: (laughs) but we but then those those same individuals don't want to acknowledge that there's another team on the field yeah Uh, a pastor that karen and i had that we both absolutely love used to say there's two teams on the field. Yeah. And he's been mentioned in this podcast a
0: couple other (laughs) times by a couple
1: other people. (laughs) So for everything that we believe that is good and truth and light, scripture also tells us we need to believe that there is Mm -hmm. a darkness and the scripture is, talk about not mincing words. Mm. Uh, The enemy is here to still kill and destroy us that sounds to me like I need to be geared up mm. to to combat that. Um, you know, the enemy and the minions and the, the principalities that scripture talks about, they are cunning, mm. they are sneaky, they want us to feel unprepared, mm. they want us to feel like nothing we do matters. Oh, you're just, oh, what can just my prayer do? Let me tell ya. Mm. Prayer is the most powerful, powerful mm-hmm. tool we, we have, yeah. but, but I, I don't want to be so doom and gloom mm. <laughs> because we always have to remember as well, no matter how cunning, no matter how sneaky, no matter how horrible the other team on the field is, we have the victory in Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The victory is already certain,
0: Yeah.
1: but we are in a battle because the enemy knows
0: mm-hmm. what its fate is. Yeah. The enemy knows what's coming.
1: It knows it's coming and it wants to try to thwart as mm-hmm. much of God's plan as, as it thinks it can, so the battle the battle mm-hmm. goes on, even though we have the security
0: mm-hmm. that if
1: we are if we are in Christ, yeah. The enemy cannot kill us, steal us, or destroy us but let me tell you that other team on the field can make life mm. a little rocky at times yeah mhm
0: um,
1: so if we think about things um, in the order that is in the scripture i want you to kind of visualize that SWAT team approach or the or if you do watch one of the sh- the shows the you know the gladiator suiting up you know they always had people that helped mm. them put their gear on and there was a reason for it there that. was a reason for it it was really heavy <laughs> It was difficult to put on. You had to be in super
0: good shape, oh. like exceptional, exceptional shape to wear all of these things.
1: And still, be, and still be able to walk, yeah. you know, let alone fight. Yeah. <laughs> you had to be able to. Walk. But, but even though these things are invisible, they are just as strong. They are just as heavy. And we do have that person helping us as well because mm-hmm. we never are praying this prayer in our own power. Yeah, we're praying it through the power of the Spirit, mm-hmm. and praying it based on what Jesus has already done for us. So mm-hmm. we have that person. I don't know what they were called, but it was always it, it seemed to always be a younger boy, you know, mm-hmm. hoisting these things on their yeah. head and and all these things. And that's not what we have. We yeah. have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have the Lord on we our do side. Have the Lord,
0: as I've been I've been reading through the Old Testament and. It's always interesting to read about the different battles and how there's always an armor bearer.
1: Wouldn't that be a great job to have? <laughs>
0: it's like, that sounds like the worst job yeah, ever. <laughs> like, oh, I, agree. I get to hold a shield and make sure that this guy doesn't get hurt. Great.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's three more behind me to take my job <laughs> if I if I fail. Again, aren't we blessed mm-hmm. that we live in a yeah. time where we know that the person that's assisting us with our armor, is never going to fail us,
0: Mm-mm.
1: ever. No. Um, we're gonna go in order of the scripture, but I just wanna say that if you're new to praying the armor, it's okay to not mm-hmm. pray it in the exact order of the scripture. I I do it in a different order. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I start at the top of my head and work my way down. I'm just covering all, I'm covering all of the the, the pieces that need to be protected, and it's not necessarily in the same order, but but we're going to talk about the different the different items. And and for me, and Karen can see me, I'm I'm like buckling my belt like mm-hmm. as I'm as I'm sitting here, because the very first thing that's listed by Paul is the belt of truth. And again, from the historical perspective, the belt, when you look at the SWAT team or the armor, the belt kind of held everything in place. Mm-hmm. And Today, if we want to think about it, that the belt is, you know, it's protecting us and it's
0: stabilizing
1: stabilizing us. And I often remind myself that I need to put on that belt of truth to keep my spiritual pants up (laughs) because I don't want my pants falling down. What do I mean by that? That's a silly analogy. But what do I mean by that? Satan lies. Hmm. He lies. And if I don't have myself firmly buckled in to the truth. The truth of what Scripture tells me is truth, not what somebody else says Scripture mm-hmm. means, but what does the Scripture say?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what has the Holy Spirit told me through mm-hmm. my prayers of the Scripture? If I don't have that, then my pants are going to fall down, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be what? I'm going to be exposed.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I do
0: mm-hmm.
1: snap that belt yeah. of truth. You want to
0: be buckled in because in... Lots of my theology classes, we talked about truth is not a thing, it's a person. And so in addition to scripture and, you know, that kind of holy truth, there's mm-hmm. also the truth that is Jesus and, and right. Christ. and Yeah.
1: Right. It's, Different it's, version of the word. And, and isn't that the beauty of the word? Mm-hmm. It transcends our understanding. But it's... Yeah the truth of what he reveals to us through scripture Mm -hmm. but isn't it so cool to stop and think he's revealing himself Mm
0: -hmm. to
1: us because he is the truth and how many scriptures are are in Mm -hmm. the bible that tell us you know jesus is the truth um so that's Mm -hmm. that's i i can see why paul said Mm -hmm. that first because that's really important and also you know maybe it was Protect, you know, even more protection around (laughs) your vital organs. You know, people would understand that it was important to be protected.
0: And like you could put stuff on. like You could carry things. You know, the swap belts. You've got extra ammo. You've got maybe a pistol. You know, if you're thinking about a policeman or, you know, something like that. So they they had little pockets and things that they, you know, attached to it as well. And you need maybe not a snack, but that's my first go-to. You need your energy. So it's, <laughs> it's
1: important to do that. But yeah, you know, there's all these. So sometimes it, it frustrates me sometimes when I hear people say, Scripture is so dated. Oh, I right. can't apply it to the here and now. Look at what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We are addressing Scripture that Paul wrote while in prison to the people of Ephesus. And it is applicable today mm-hmm. in
0: 2018. Yep. All it's, it takes is a little bit of thought
1: yeah oh, yes you have to think uh the next the next item in the armor that paul uh you know is encouraging and instructing us to put on is the breastplate of righteousness. Well, you can think about the breastplate uh you know bulletproof vest uh would be in today's today's uh equipment that people would wear, but the breastplate was intended to protect what protect your heart. <laughs> protect those organs. Your lungs. Yeah. To to keep that all protected. And and to me what what this is reminding us is to protect our heart Hmm. and to to think about those things of the Lord and and just to understand that when when Jesus when Jesus died on the cross for us and we believe that He is our Savior, He gives us His righteousness. So when Paul says the breastplate of righteousness, we could have four podcasts just about the (laughs) breastplate breastplate of righteousness. Yeah. Because what Paul's saying is to protect our hearts and to protect Mm -hmm. the inner being of what makes us us, it's Christ's righteousness Mm -hmm. that's covering us.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: That's nothing cool. nothing that i can do nothing that i can say nothing i can read it's mm-hmm. his he's covering me he's protecting mm-hmm. me he's protecting my heart he's protecting my being mm-hmm. just because he loves me
0: yeah for no other reason than <gasps> because he can
1: it's it's yeah. it's mind blowing it's we can't understand it infinite marvelous grace amazing Amazing. So we just we just have to remember that we accept that
0: mm. righteousness.
1: Mm-hmm. And sometimes we fight against it. Sometimes. Okay, a lot of times we fight against it. Like, oh, but maybe if I do this a little bit mm-hmm. better. Oh, I didn't pray my armor three times today. All those things. Mm-hmm. Those are lies. That's the enemy mm-hmm. twisting the truth. But as long as we have that breastplate of righteousness that we didn't do anything for, mm-hmm. he's going to protect us. So it's a protection. It's it's interesting because then he, he kind of zips down to your feet. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what about like the rest of, you know? What? But anyways, that's why I pray it in a different order because it just didn't make any sense to me. I'm sure when I, when I get to greet Paul, I won't even remember to ask him the question like, why did you do that order? But sometimes when I'm praying it, the thought comes to my mind. It's just one of my mm-hmm. peculiarities. But the gospel on your feet, like, <clears throat> excuse me, thinking about... Wearing the gospel on your feet. When I was new to praying the armor, this always bothered me. Hmm. You know, on my feet, Um, like you walk around on your feet, you wear, mm-hmm. you know, they wore sandals. It was it dusty. Gets dirty. It gets dirty. It's... Step in manure. I don't like to look at feet, you know, I, I just, you know, <laughs> I just really had this, I had this issue with yeah,
0: like the gospel
1: on my feet? and the lord was so kind and and really and really revealed to me that that i needed to be thinking about this if i'm going into a battle and i'm gearing up for a battle mm-hmm. appropriate footwear is an important piece
0: <laughs> because i mean
1: you're laughing but
0: well i'm just thinking that that's one of the mottos that i have had for you know <laughs> 3 decades at this point mm-hmm. a good Footwear selection is really priority
1: sensible shoes are are critical,
0: and uh, <laughs> living here
1: in a college town sometimes we see
0: very unsensible very poor
1: shoes. poor choices flip flops in snow you know what what does what 's that all about uh boots when it 's ninety what 's that all about but the <laughs> Lord really reminded me that if i 'm going into battle, you know my feet are going to take me into battle, mm-hmm. my feet are going to be walking over things that could be set as traps, snares, mm-hmm. thorns, things that are meant to trip me up. Mm-hmm. Well, what better footing can I be on than the gospel? A piece. Of peace. Of mm-hmm. peace. That, to me, the enemy, whenever we pray that we want to have our feet mm-hmm. firmly planted in those, you know, in, in the, the foot gear of peace, the mm-hmm. gospel the enemy has to just hate that.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure, because it's and to me, this one in particular is very much about intention, like because you you know you have the belt of truth, and that's that's I would say almost more of like a God thing giving to us the breastplate yes. of righteousness gives giving us. to us, mm-hmm. but when we put on the gospel of peace on our feet. We are saying that wherever we walk, yes, we are going to be instruments of peace. Yes. We are going to bring healing, shalom, wholeness, mercy, and grace to the world. Mm-hmm. That's like a huge thing to say. It, and, and it requires
1: thought and action mm-hmm. on our part. Both, yeah. Both, what am I sharing? What am I, what am I modeling?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where am I going? where am i choosing to spend mm-hmm. my time
0: yeah
1: you know this goes very very deep and what i come what i what i came to realize and Karen you went through this with me going through this learning process mm. of the armor of god i wasn't really understanding the whole foot part of it mm. because i had sin mm. that i needed to address and that i needed to to work through about maybe ways that i spent my time mm. Things like that. So if I'm wearing the gospel of peace on my feet, then Mm -hmm. that means that I'm taking Christ everywhere I go. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And to remember that it's his peace. Mm -hmm. But I choose to share it. I Mm -hmm. choose to show it. um, Because the enemy will lay traps. Mm -hmm. And how many times have you heard someone say, oh, I started a new diet, but I tripped up. Oh, things were going so well, and then it fell apart. Those to me are all imagery pictures of stumbling. Mm-hmm. You don't stumble when you're sitting. <laughs> it's when you're walking or, you know. Mm-hmm. So if we don't have that conscious decision mm-hmm. to put this on and to lace up those sandals or boots or whatever you want to, mm-hmm. to think about them. But I will, when I'm praying it, I will actually act like I'm lacing. Oh. You know, I'm very visual.
0: Yes, you are. I'm very
1: visual. But just to remember that if we are to share the gospel and we are to share the peace of the Lord, it requires us to get out of our Mm -hmm. own comfort zone or Mm -hmm. walk somewhere or or be somewhere. So the gospel of peace on your feet. Like, it makes sense, but at first reading, it really doesn't. Yeah,
0: no. And then, yeah, you're also... The implication that wherever you walk is probably not going to be peaceful. Amen. Amen. So there's that too. But we can,
1: we can, we can be the peace. peace Even when we don't think we have any ability to do it, because like we said earlier, it's not through our power. Mm -hmm. If we pray it,
0: yeah, God works in surprising and amazing ways.
1: Even if we don't pray it. He does. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. It's not up to me, because <laughs> that would be, oh, <laughs> that's just terrible.
0: I say all the time, it's a good thing I'm not Jesus.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do, and I it's agree. Good for the rest of the and world. I agree. <laughs> and then what do I say? And it's a good thing I'm not either, because it would be. I yes I. Yes. There would be
0: a whole lot of smiting going on. At that <laughs> there time. would be,
1: and 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 seriously. I would probably be the first one that he would then come back and say, okay, I'm going to just pulverize you now because, (laughs) you know, no, no. He would say he wants to, but then he would say it's a good thing for you that you have grace because you're a schmuck. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, we're off.
0: (laughs) Now on to the shield of faith. The
1: shield of faith. Okay, now this is something that, you know, if you've spent any time around little kids, they love to like pretend like things are shields or act like they have, you know, all the Marvel movies are popular Mm -hmm. again, you know. Captain America. Oh, Captain America's really big. Wonder Woman, you know, she has her, Uh, you know, things. So again, just like the popularity of some of these programs that remind us of what these uh, period armors would have Mm -hmm. looked like and our fascination with it, why is it? You know, I, I think that the Lord in his goodness and in his grace, he plants these seeds in us. Mm -hmm. And we sometimes we don't even know why we're fascinated with something until many, many years later. And when you think about picking up that shield, that for a soldier, that is one of the most important defensive tools, especially back during Paul's time, Mm -hmm. because they didn't have the pistol or the grenades or any of
0: those modern weaponry. They had arrows and like, rocks rocks, and (laughs) slingshots things that giant vats of hot oil i don't yeah
1: i'm glad i wasn't alive then that would be terrible that would be pretty terrible but you know they they would use this shield not just to hide behind that wasn't the point the point when you see uh historical uh, recreations of things or whatever many times they would do what with their shield they were deflecting when arrows were flying at them or they were throwing things, they would hold that shield up because we even say, you know, shield yourself from the sun in our common day language. A shield was the, the really the important defensive, uh, defensive mm-hmm. item of the armor. Well, guess what? The shield of faith is our shield. Scripture tells us the enemy does what? Flaming arrows are being launched at us. Mm -hmm. Just because we can't see them. Doesn't mean they're not there. Doesn't mean they're not there. They are. Mm -hmm.
0: And one of the things that I've preached on the shield of faith in a couple different uh, settings. And the thing that I always come back to. Well, first, there were two different kinds of shields. But the The one mm-hmm. that Paul is talking about is the one that they could wield much more easily. yes, it wasn't the giant metal one Mm-mm. it was like it was a the smaller one, one. smaller round ish mm-hmm. covered covered sometimes in soaked animal skin, which that made it super heavy yeah um like I always think but, this is talking about if you see pictures
1: of like the Knights Templar or mm-hmm. all of that those shields that oh, they yeah. carried. When they were on horseback, they had to be
0: portable. Yes, and like for the Romans specifically, they would get in this thing called a tortoise shell formation, mm-hmm. and I just love this because <laughs> this, this to me, like with the the feet, it was like okay, wherever you go, you are bringing God's peace. Mm-hmm. But then if you have the shield of faith, the intention is to be in community. Yes, with it. Mm-hmm. So like the tortoise shell formation, where like pe- groups are. Battalions or whatever they're called okay. got together, and some would put them up above their heads, and then others would put them to the side if they were mm-hmm. on the end. And they, you know, they'd move en masse.
1: Yeah. they and were then, protecting
0: each other, and then they could mm-hmm. get so much farther mm-hmm. in terms of penetrating the army, the well, the enemy line, instead of just being singular. Right. Mm-hmm. So
1: you really see this very intentional i i I really like the lord of the rings too (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you see that a lot in their battles where they would do the tortoise Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and and how cool that is and it makes me think you know that's that's looking at it through the actual physical part of a shield and how they would work together to protect themselves Mm -hmm. but when we're talking about in scripture the shield of faith it's our faith in the one who we have faith in that gives mm-hmm. us our protection. Our faith is in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he is our shield. Our faith is in him, not in, you know, oh. I do good things at my church. Oh, mm-hmm. I go, you know, and have prayer time every day with three people. It's it's who do you have your faith in mm-hmm. and not
0: how do you tell everybody about it. Yeah.
1: Because that's when you're out with your own little shield by yourself. Yeah. And...
0: Kind of like what Jesus knocked the Pharisees for, like yes. standing in the temple and being like, oh, I'm glad I'm so glad, God, that I am not like this person next to me who's such a crappy sinner. Yes.
1: But God <laughs> loves them too. Because, you know, let's think about Paul when oh, he yeah. was Saul. You know, he was right there. <laughs> Thank yeah. God for his mercy, you know, but that that shield of faith um you know we can stand confidently mm-hmm. on the gospel of peace and go forward because we have that shield mm-hmm. because we know that He is our protector,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he loves us, he wants what's best for us, mm-hmm. he will discipline us oh yeah but but when he to make us better oh. So. Exactly. But when he disciplines us, it is for our own good. Mm-hmm. And to to say, I know you've been in Job here mm-hmm. recently. You know, it's Karen's favorite book of, of all of Old Testament is Job. She, she should, kind of is. She should do a whole series of <laughs> podcasts on Job. And we could all offer personal experiences, Job-like experiences, because um, mm-hmm. we all have them. But, but you know, it's it's one of those things where, Um, so as Karen is in the book of Job, which she absolutely loves, we read very clearly that the enemy goes, goes to God and says, well, let's test Job. Mm -hmm. And God allowed testing of Job, but you can't go past this point, enemy. Mm -hmm. So when things are happening, sometimes it is for our own good. We may not like it. Mm -hmm. We may find it painful. Well, we almost always find it painful. But when we have the security that we have faith in the God who created us and that the victory is already won through Mm -hmm. him, we don't even have to be marching in formation with a 100 other soldiers. Mm -hmm. Our shield is big enough to cover us.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. No matter which way the enemy tries, Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: we are protected. That is not to say... I am an advocate for the health and wealth gospel that once I'm a believer, nothing bad ever happens to me. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the enemy can never destroy me mm-hmm. because I am secure in who I have faith in.
0: Just destroy your spirit,
1: destroy right. your
0: soul. Right. Yes. So, yeah, let's, let's be clear about that. Yes, that is yeah. true. Because is true. Job, death came on his family. Mm, it was horrible. Illness. All of his livestock was taken out. I mean, think about his his wife.
1: His wife saying, just curse God and die already. I mean, (laughs) you're
0: driving me crazy.
1: Could (laughs) you imagine your family saying, just (laughs) get it over with. This is too painful. And yet he refused. He refused because he knew who his faith was in. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And look at what happened. He was restored.
0: Mm hmm. He was redeemed. He was restored. So, yeah, when we're talking about... Big difference
1: there, yes. Thank you for that. Because I know in my head what I'm talking about, yeah. but... And so with
0: all of these things, it's it's a physical image of a spiritual... Spiritual, right. Truth or spiritual yes. experience. Um, grounding, maybe we can say. Right. But... Yeah, which is the great lie that the enemy wants everyone out in the world to believe
1: mm-hmm. that it doesn't exist yeah. because of this very mm-hmm. confusion when yeah. you're talking with people. That's why we have to be careful when we're talking about things of warfare mm-hmm. and and putting the armor on to protect us against because someone could perceive that as being, well, I thought you told me when I became a new believer that as long as I put my trust in Jesus that I was, I'm good. Yeah. Well, that's one part of it. You are mm-hmm. spiritually, you are you spiritually, are spiritually
0: you're good. Everything <laughs> else is up for grabs,
1: and that goes back to what we were discussing. The enemy knows his fate, mm-hmm. so let's yeah. try to wreak as much havoc as yeah. we can.
0: My parents were up this past weekend, and somehow my mom started talking about this. Oh my! And I, I said, Mom, you know, don't forget. You know, yes, why do terrible things happen in this world is one of our, you know, humanity's continual existential questions. Yes. But at the same time, our culture in particular is very We in the West. Mm. We are so Mm -hmm. intent on believing that our lives are supposed to be good. Yes. Is not supposed to be heartache everything's supposed to be smooth like the health and wealth Mm -hmm. thing that you're talking about oh my life's gonna be sweet sailing now that I've accepted Jesus no so let's just put you know it's your car could blow up you could you know I I mean cast-iron pan on your foot if you you
1: stop and think about it from a rational human perspective which is all we can do because Mm -hmm. we're flawed you know first of all we live We live in a fallen world Mm -hmm. where bad things are going to happen. Before before knowing Jesus, would the enemy be out prowling around trying to slip me up? No, because I was not yet a believer. Mm -hmm. When we have an awareness that Jesus is our Lord and we believe in him and we accept him and we receive the gift of salvation... gift 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 I sometimes think of it and and as I've worked with and talked with people as they've become new believers one of the first things I've told them this is wonderful you are now adopted into the family you know we are now a part of God's family this is amazing but
0: (laughs) your life may fall apart your life
1: may fall apart that is not something that should surprise you because the enemy and the principalities are then all of a sudden I, I visualize it like there's a sonar screen.
0: Oh yeah. Or like one of those blinky light things. Bl-
1: or like what air traffic controllers have and, and these, these, uh, you know, the enemy and the other, I call them minions are out there. And someone has dedicated their life to Christ
0: and, and then Oh,
1: boop, boop, mm-hmm. Well, oh. we need to start messing with this person mm-hmm. to make them what? Doubt the Lord, question the Lord. Well, I thought that what you were saying, you know, mm-hmm. I thought my life was going to be perfect. Jesus' life was not perfect. He was perfect, but
0: and he didn't promise He didn't
1: promise he us didn't that. He didn't
0: promise ease.
1: No. In no. fact, he promised
0: us the opposite.
1: He, he yes.
0: He did. So strap on your big girl pants.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Put them on. Put your belt up so your pants don't fall down. And, you know, I've come to a point over the years, and, and Karen has been a part, you've been a part of this with me, where when really crazy stuff starts happening, I can praise the Lord.
0: all right so now what are we on to we we
1: are moving the helmet, of the helmet of salvation i love the helmet head protection is important
0: it is yeah
1: it's very important um i had made a note so that i wouldn't forget someone a long time ago long before i was praying in the armor used to say to me you know missy your mind is a dangerous neighborhood you should never go into it alone And I always thought that was kind of interesting, but it was, um, it was someone who was a great mentor to us. Mm -hmm. Um, we, Karen and I have referred to her as our spiritual mama Mm -hmm. at times. And what she was saying was, you know, in our own minds, we can create all sorts Mm -hmm. of crazy stuff, both good and bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can, in our own mind, we can elevate ourselves Mm -hmm. to, positions that we have no business positioning ourselves to, which is why Karen and I say, it's a good thing we're not God. But that's, that's that type of thinking or the opposite.
0: I'm not worth anything. I'm not
1: worth anything. My opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing I do really makes a difference. You know, Oh, woe is me. Mm -hmm. You know, Oh, I'm a new believer. I don't have anything to contribute. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we forget Paul was a new new believer he had the opportunity he could have he could have converted on his own right yeah, well, that didn't happen, so he was a new believer
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's one of the pillars of our faith,
0: yeah his
1: instruction his mm-hmm. paul calls it like he sees it he's very intense he's very intense i think um i I think he probably scared a lot of people.
0: Oh, I don't think there's any question. I
1: think he really. I mean, think about it. The man's in prison, and uh, and the and the the truths that he was teaching. I mean, it's just it's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling.
0: I always picture him like walking through the streets with like flames coming out yeah, from behind. Right. <laughs> some, like, right. Just yeah. Literally on like fire, bursting for the Lord.
1: spontaneous combustion. You know, everybody without actually burning, without burning.
0: Yes, so like the burning bush, except in human form. <laughs> Yes. it's kind of what I think of as like he was that intense, that intense, and that right. passionate about bringing
1: others mm-hmm. to the truth yeah. that he had been he had been brought to. Um, but but when we're talking about putting on the helmet of salvation, you know, the helmet protects your head; it keeps you know it keeps the um, you know anything that they're throwing at you out. But mm-hmm. you know, I I always look at this that. I need to keep God's thoughts in my mind and not allow the enemy to manipulate my thoughts. And that's mm-hmm. that's what we were just saying. I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. That has to break the Lord's heart when, yeah. his, when his sons and daughters say, I'm not worth mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to add. I can't do anything right. That just has to break mm-hmm. his heart because he created us. Yeah. He made us to be who we are, and he does not give us those thoughts. And you know, this is something that I have struggled Mm -hmm. with. I think most people, if they're honest with themselves, Mm -hmm. struggle with this. Negative self-talk is, I would say it's an epidemic, especially in the West, because we think everything is about us. And it's not. It's not. You know, what what do we think about? What are we telling ourselves? Mm. The helmet of salvation. Salvation is our helmet. Yeah. We don't have those thoughts anymore. Jesus yeah. gave us his righteousness.
0: We are saved.
1: We are saved. You know, I had someone the other week say to me, I just don't know how God can allow people to not be saved.
0: Mm. And I thought about it for a little bit. Another one of life's existential questions. Mm-hmm.
1: And I came back and I said, you know, a question that I have with the way that we are in this fallen world, why is it that God would save any of us? Because none of us are worthy. And it really kind of stopped her for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because her focus was, well, that doesn't seem fair. If we're saying that God's going to save me, but he's not just going to blanket save everyone, you know, this salvation. And I'm looking at it saying, salvation has nothing to do with me and what I'm worth or not worth. Mm -hmm. It's what he's worth. Yeah. And for Paul to have said, helmet, Mm -hmm. and tie that with salvation, to me, that's saying our thoughts— are far more powerful valuable. and valuable than what we what we yeah. do. When um,
0: I um because I like forms and flow charts. <laughs> yes, you do. Um when I started praying the armor of god, I actually got this book. I think from Jermaine Copeland called Prayers That Avail Much. Mm-hmm. And it has it goes it goes through all of these, not actually in this order. So I put it on in a different order as well. Um, But one of the things that it says, you know, very clearly is that, you know, I put on the helmet of salvation of God and I'm putting on God's heart, thoughts, and feelings. Yes. And the one thing that's not in there that I ended up adding was, and I am protecting my own heart, thoughts, and feelings. Yes, yes. And, yes. and that's you know there's like this visual thing mm-hmm. where you put it on because I either put on the armor of God when I'm washing my hair in mm-hmm. the shower or before I get out of bed in the morning and sometimes both you know whatever it might be but yeah that the one thing for me that has been really important personally is the heart thoughts and feelings and protecting mm-hmm. rem- reminding myself that I'm putting on God's brain almost and and i
1: visualize the helmet almost being like a welder's helmet like it comes all the way down and it's got the face guard so it's protected you know what am i looking at what am i hearing what Mine's am I shiny thinking? And
0: gold and has like a nose plate oh, and like surprised. lamb chops that come around the side of the jaw. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. My... And It has a tassel that comes out the top. <laughs> of course it does. It needs some flair. Well, and you're short, so you need <laughs> to short. You need, to, need have, to look a little bit more intimidating. You need eh? to have a
1: plume. <laughs> I just have the big clunky, you know, um oh. welder's helmet on my head. But it but it's true. It's it's knowing God's truth of salvation. Mm-hmm and what that salvation is, and how one receives it. Because there's so much confusion in the world. And that's, that's the lie of the enemy. Yeah. So if we put on his helmet of salvation to keep our thoughts, and I like that, you know, your emotions, oh, that's another podcast, emotions, you know, never trust your emotions. Because again, they can be so manipulated. But sometimes you can you can look at this and say, you know, what am I reading? What am I watching? Mm -hmm. You know, I I came late to Game of Thrones because I had a a spiritual hang up that I Mm -hmm. shouldn't be watching it because there's a lot of things on there that are not things that I want to be looking at. Yeah. So I just close my eyes during Mm -hmm. those. But I, I, you know, I love history and I love uh, watching things that like have their own history and it's and Mm -hmm. it's make believe. Yeah. And I just keep reminding myself that. But but again, I will I do pray. You know, Lord, don't let the enemy
0: use this against use you. Use
1: this against you. Mhm. You
0: know. Yeah.
1: Um the last item that's in the actual like visual armor mm. pieces is, is the sword of the spirit. And I love the imagery <laughs> of a sword, of picking up that sword and, um, you know, that is your weapon. Mm-hmm. That is what... It's
0: really the only weapon in the whole thing.
1: In the whole thing. Everything else is about protection. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the sword of the spirit, which is a weapon.
0: Yeah. And what I found fascinating about this in particular when I was doing research for my sermon series mm-hmm. was that it's not like the long, Mm-mm. wielding sword that... You know, you think of when you're like, "Oh, let's duel like
1: knights." Yeah, this (laughs) is not this is
0: not like a three and a half foot long sword. No, it's more of a dagger.
1: It's Um, up close, personal.
0: Less than eighteen inches Mm -hmm. long, double side, you know, double edged sword, dagger thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's
1: this was not intended for arms reach combat.
0: No, this was in Paul's
1: time. This was. When all else failed,
0: hmm.
1: you pulled out your sword.
0: Yeah. That's and, you were,
1: and you were up close mm-hmm. and You're you were for your life. fighting for your life. Isn't it interesting of all the armor, we're protecting, protecting, reminding us who we are in Christ, reminding us what he did for us. And then even though he didn't have to, he gave us. A gift of an of a weapon an offensive weapon
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and said it's the sword of the spirit
0: which is the word which is the word of God which brings us all the way back to the beginning again how is the word expressed lived in breathed well yeah
1: and you know Jesus he modeled so Hmm. much of this for us if we are only willing to allow ourselves
0: and there's only one story we need Jesus in the wilderness.
1: Exactly. He was tempted by the enemy. We are tempted by the enemy. How did Jesus? Jesus didn't. I mean, Jesus was fully divine while he was fully human. I mean, try to wrap my head around that one. But when he was in the wilderness for the temptation and the enemy was saying, hey, do this and I'll give you this. What did he do? What tool did Jesus use?
0: He used He's, scripture. He used scripture. Some very random parts of scripture. You know, the enemy is,
1: is going to tempt us. And if we have the word in us, then the word is going to be used by us. It's going to be used by the spirit. The word of God is the only power that we have this side of heaven that matters. Mm -hmm. It's the only power. Because if we are in him and we have the word, which we do, and praise God that we live in a country where we can openly read the word and share Mm -hmm. the word and study the word. So I pray for our brothers and sisters around the world who can't because they need the sword just as much as I do every day, just in different ways. But if Jesus modeled it, and defeated Satan why would I try to do anything different yeah I mean it is it is that full circle to bring us back and as you were reading through the the list you said you know we'll stop you know at 17 but I always go into 18 Mm. when I'm talking with people about the armor because Paul then says pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests yeah
0: so and with this be alert. Yes. Be alert and keep praying for the Lord's people. Always keep praying for the Lord's people, which should be an indication to us that is salvation is not once and done. You
1: know, we isn't are given we are given such clear instruction. Mm. But what do we choose to do with it?
0: Yeah. That and same pastor that we mm-hmm. were mentioning earlier, who said there was another team on the field. He's the one pastor that I remember, at least, maybe because I was finally paying attention to sermons. But he would always quote John Wesley. Yes. You know, how how are you working out your salvation? Mm-hmm. Every day, working yes.
1: it out every day.
0: There is a continuity and a grace and a love that flows mm through our lives that might be helpful if we were a little bit more aware of at times?
1: Well, it requires us to stop, (laughs) stop thinking that we're in control of everything and turn the tapestry over Mm -hmm. and see that same pastor always used to talk about the Lord's tapestry Mm -hmm. in our lives and how we only want to see the pretty side. But if you turn it over, you see all the knots and the different colors and, and you can it really see like it, no it doesn't yeah. look the same and i always remember him using that and and also he would talk about that tapestry in the importance of prayer just because i can't see the beautiful side i just see the knots and the mm-hmm. blended colors that doesn't mean anything because scripture tells us that when we pray mm-hmm. the lord hears our groanings and the holy spirit cleans it up and makes it beautiful and makes it exactly what our prayer Mm -hmm. needs
0: to be. And it's an offering that smells like incense to the Lord. It's beautiful. Which then ties back to the tabernacle and the temple and all of that. Scripture is fascinating. I like it. It is fascinating
1: because you really can see the working Mm -hmm. of God from beginning to middle to end and back Mm -hmm. again. Yeah, And it is timeless and it is true and it is the only answer for the world. Mm-hmm. But to kind of wrap up our analogy of the SWAT team or the tactical people, you know, I sometimes think about prayer not just from me petitioning for others or praying for others, which I do, I'm an intercessor, and you know, I, I, I labor yes. in prayer for others, but it's, also, it's a two, prayer is a two-way mm-hmm. communication. And if you have a SWAT team that's going out into the field, mm-hmm. a line of com- a line of communication with whoever their commander is is very important. If you study military history at all, that's one of the things that is very very important. Those people will go and make sure that you can get the information. Prayer is the same way that the Lord can communicate to me mm-hmm. if I'm willing to listen. Yeah. Now, do I think or have I had the experience of the Lord speaking to me and saying, Missy, I now want you to go and do that? No, <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't happen for some people, but no, I have not None. heard Morgan Freeman in my head, you know, speaking to me or, or anything. But but when I'm crying out in prayer, the Lord blesses me and he gives me insight and he gives me joy, and he gives me peace. And sometimes he will give me direction to pray because sometimes I will have someone that maybe I haven't seen or heard from in 20 years come to mind and I will pray for them or people that I don't know. I'll pray for people of different nations. And the enemy hates that. When we are on our knees or standing in praise and prayer or sitting at a red light Mm -hmm. talking to the Lord, the enemy hates it because that is growing us closer Mm -hmm. to the one.
0: Yeah.
1: So sometimes we, we put prayer in a box Mm -hmm. and we think, Oh, that's what I do on Sunday when I'm sitting in corporate prayer. That's very, very important. But prayer doesn't have to be pretty. It doesn't have to be eloquent. Sometimes I have prayed through my tears sometimes I have prayed through laughter and sometimes I have said lord I don't even know what to say but you know Mm -hmm. you know the needs Mm -hmm. I'm just standing here for this other person or for myself so I I like how Paul goes through the physical Mm -hmm. like gearing up Mm -hmm. but then Paul is Paul he brings it all back and says but remember you should be praying
0: yeah this is what this is for.
1: This is what this is for. I mean and and he again for anyone that uh you know that is so inclined study Paul's life.
0: Mm.
1: It's amazing. It's amazing yeah. what what he and 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 others saw mm. the Lord do.
0: Yeah.
1: Because they were faithful in their prayers and they were they were co-laboring with the Lord for the plan. So it's it's all it, it's all full circle. Now, in my daily life, I know you'd asked me in my daily life, I don't just pray this one time a day. Sometimes I do only pray at one time a day. But there have been days, Karen, that I will stop and be like, Lord, I need the helmet of salvation. I got to put it back on because I don't know where these thoughts are coming from. Well, I do know where they're coming yeah. from. But I
0: cry out to him. But I would like to stop these thoughts from coming. Exactly.
1: I'm like, Lord, and you, can you, you can stop these. Yeah. You know, Lord, I don't, you know, I I need Never to speak truth into this person's life. What do I do? Oh, that's right. I pick up the sword of the spirit. You will give me the word. I have mm. been in the word, so the word is in me. Use me.
0: Yeah.
1: Use me. Those are all prayers. So prayer is the foundation for everything. But when we are believers, nothing would give the enemy more joy. Mm than to absolutely wreak havoc in our lives Mm -hmm. now i am not going to say that every single thing that i don't like is an attack of the enemy
0: (laughs) that's that's a little much yeah and there's discernment in this in all of this there is discernment and if you don't know what that is type in discernment ignatian spirituality and have a ball on google
1: Yes, or reach out to Karen because she can <laughs> offer instruction because she is. I love is, discernment.
0: It's like my heart
1: language. She is gifted in in assisting and in teaching and in training and is wonderful at that. But there are those times when things happen in our life, and through discernment, we can then see. And sometimes we don't see it until we mm-hmm. have already come through the fire. Yeah, we can look back and say, "Oh, praise you, God." that you brought me through that fire yeah, and I am stronger because Mm -hmm. steel sharpens steel Mm -hmm. and he will bring us through it. But there are those times where, I mean, I know, I know I've been there where I'm like, seriously, why are these everything going crazy Mm -hmm. and blowing up? And I thought I had things figured out and then I didn't. And, but it's all meant to, to remind me, I use it to remind me, who am I going to go to for my answers? I'm going to go into prayer and to discern, Lord, is this just because I'm living in a fallen world and bad stuff happens to us here?
0: I just thought about your microwave refrigerator. Oh, going.
1: at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. At Christmas. I, I, yeah. And, and not at the same time. Yeah. And and I and I haven't even told you, but now the dishwasher as well. Okay. So you know, it's like seriously. Now some oh. people in other worlds would say, "Oh, you poor thing, your microwave, stove, and dishwasher yeah. all decided to go to the Kenmore, you know, uh, graveyard." Graveyard. But it was not lost on me mm-hmm. because of the the opportunity that those mm. <laughs> frustrations could have it was an opportunity that those frustrations could have led me down a spiral mm. of mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. I have all these people coming. Wow 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 wow. Yep. But yeah. instead I was like, you know what, Lord, thank you that that this is not the worst thing that can happen in my mm. life. Mm-hmm. I can live without my microwave. It was tough i'm sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> i have a 16 year old boy it was tough but you know what those are those are reminders yeah i am blessed
0: mm-hmm.
1: i am blessed even when what
0: we do with the stuff it,
1: right even when horrible awful terrible things happen mm-hmm. not trivial things like appliances blowing up or, or things like that but you know we're talking sickness and death and and uh family relationships mm-hmm. being strained when we keep them in the right perspective, which is looking at it through the eyes of Christ. And what does he think about these situations? He loves Mm -hmm. us.
0: And that's what putting on the armor of God helps us do. Yes. Yes. Every day. Every day.
1: And if you stop and think about it, when you put on the armor of God, no part of your body is exposed. Mm -hmm. You are protected. And isn't that what... Jesus taught us that he came to save the world. Mm -hmm. Praise God. Yep. Save the world. Save the world. All of it. All of it. Even those who do not know him yet, they still have an opportunity.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Missy. This was a great conversation. We, um... We learned to pray the armor together, <laughs> We did. and
1: it's yeah. been a long, a long time ago, and mm-hmm. I am ever so thankful for the, the teaching and training that we received. So, you know, hopefully from my lips and Karen's lips to the listeners' ears, mm-hmm. the Lord has faded us to black and just brought forth the message mm-hmm. that he wanted us to share.
0: Yep. Thank you so much for listening, and we wish you grace and peace in this new year, 2018.